So I have a few months of expertise now, right? <laughs> um, from my transition of having one child to now having two children. And um, I will have to say that it was actually a pretty smooth transition for me. But that doesn't mean that I didn't have anxiety like as I was pregnant and anxiety kind of like right at the beginning as to like how things were going to go. But <laughs> I'm sharing the story simply because the transition was a lot easier than I had anticipated it to be, right? So if any of you out there are um, going to transition from one to two, I'm here to tell you that uh, it's, it's going to be okay. <laughs> uh, and maybe you can, you know, take some tips and, and learn from my mistakes to make it even an even smoother transition uh, for you. Honestly, I don't think that it truly hit me that like I was going to have two kids up until I was like in my third trimester, right? Where I was like, oh my goodness, like this is actually happening. <laughs> uh, there's no turning back now, right? Um, and I think my biggest worry was how the schedules were going to blend. So with my daughter, I had a very, very, very like strict schedule. And that was because it just like helped with my anxiety as a new mom, right? Like we did the very typical like eat, play, sleep, eat, play, sleep, eat, play, sleep, right? Um, and she had that schedule up until she was maybe like two-ish. Um, I, I want to say it was like because of, of COVID and we got shut down and stuff that like I became a little bit more lenient and because we weren't really allowed to go anywhere, right? Um, but when it came to like us going places, like I would always time it for it to be like during, like we would have to drive during a nap and making sure that she ate or, you know, I had food or whatever. Like I kept her on her strict schedule while like, like the whole like two first two years of her life because it is what kept me sane as a new mom honestly like it's what kept my anxiety at ease because I knew exactly or I thought <laughs> I thought that I knew exactly what I was going to expect you know kind of like on a day-to-day -day basis so uh, that's basically how I've known to deal with babies right I mean I've had one or I had one <laughs> at that point so all I knew was like schedule stick to a schedule like do a schedule but that transition from one to two I was like how am I going to be able to keep a schedule when there's two of them right and and they have a pretty sick I don't want to say significant age gap but they, they have an age gap my daughter is four she's almost five um and she was four when when my baby was born so it was kind of like she doesn't nap, right? Now she goes to school. Now she has activities. Like, how am I going to make that schedule work for my baby, right? Like, how am I going to make sure that he naps and eats at the right time and, and, and he's not cranky or tired or whatever? That was my biggest anxiety because I was like, I don't want to be somewhere, like, publicly and deal with, like, a super cranky baby because I had to wake him up early or, like you know, we had to go somewhere, he didn't get to nap or, or whatever, right? That was like one of my biggest anxieties was like, how are our schedules going to mesh together, right? So I kind of just like went into it with like, I'm not going to have a strict schedule with baby number two. Um, and I want to say like, 
I, I've been a bit more like lenient. I mean, I've kind of had to be because I do have to take my daughter to school and pick her up. And, you know, we do have to run errands and go here and do things. And it's just, it, you know, this baby has had to adjust very quickly to our lives and like how it goes. Um, this isn't to say that each time we had to do something different, he liked it, right? <laughs> but um, that, that's a story for another day. But I was just kind of like, I'm not going to stress over a super strict schedule because I know that that's unrealistic as of right now. Like I I can't stick to the two hour wake time, two hour nap, two hour, you know, or whatever it was. Like I can't do that because I have another child and another child that I need to take care of. Right. So I just kind of went into it with like a little, like just like a grain of salt. Like I was like, I'm not going to be very strict on scheduling I'm going to try and be a little bit more lenient, but also just making sure that I'm still giving him the right rest that he needs. So right from the moment that he came home from the hospital, okay, well, not right from the moment, but (laughs) like maybe like two weeks later, I was getting cabin fever in the house and I was like, I need to go out somewhere like now. (laughs) So we decided to take a trip to Target, um, but also because we needed to buy a few things. I think I mentioned this in one of my other episodes. Um, I needed to get out of the house because I was having cabin fever. And because he came early, we didn't have exactly like every little thing that we needed. I think we needed like soap and I think his umbilical cord was falling off or something, you know, whatever the deal is. But (laughs) we went to Target and um, we just kind of packed up and, and left. And then that Sunday we went to church and, you know, we've just slowly we started doing more things and just kind of going with the flow with his schedule like I would still time his naps at the right time so that I wouldn't have an overtired baby right but in terms of like feeding he is exclusively breastfed which I am so grateful thank god that I have been able to do it for that long because I wasn't with my daughter and I'll make another episode about the anxiety of breastfeeding but um you know it it just it just kind of worked I don't even know how to explain it so like you mamas that are yeah, I know that there's quite a few of you that listen that are pregnant with baby number two right now. And if it is an anxiety of yours of like, how does it work? It just does. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It just kind of does it. it you are meant to have, you know, this, this amount of babies and, and stuff. And it just kind of works. It, yeah, like I said, I don't know how to explain it. It just it just works out. Aside from like the scheduling, you know, obviously I was also afraid of like sibling jealousy, right? Like how is my daughter going to react to me bringing home a new baby that requires like my attention kind of 24-7, right? Like how is that transition going to go? How am I going to make sure to divide my time evenly? Like how how is this going to work? Um, Very luckily for me, we didn't go through a big jealousy phase. <laughs> um, everything was fine and smooth at first. Maybe about baby was about seven, eight-ish weeks. We kind of felt a little bit of a, of a rebellion there. Um, it just felt like she was starting to act up a little bit more. But she had also just started school. So we were thinking that maybe she was kind of picking up some behaviors from kids at school. And so she was bringing them home, right? So I don't really know if it was like a sibling rivalry. I'm going to act up so that you give me more attention than said baby. Or it was like behaviors she was picking up from some, you know, sorry, bad apple. <laughs> That's cool. Um, 
and that was going on but we you know my husband and I very quickly just kind of handle it as best as we could Uh, my husband at this point was just trying to give her a bit more of his attention right because I was kind of stuck with a baby 24 7 at this point Um, but I did my best my very best to try and give her some undivided attention every day so at this point I was doing bedtime with her right like I would go and put her to bed we would lay in her bed together we would either you know play a game or read or do something and that was just you know mommy and Logan time like that's what it was it was just us two laying there it was honestly my favorite part of the day one because I got to lay in bed (laughs) and the bed is very comfortable um but also because you know we were able to just kind of talk and and not be interrupted by a crying baby or you know baby needing this or whatever so I made sure that you know when I would come home or when I came home from the hospital like that's what I did every day with her just to give her even if it was just like 10 minutes of my undivided attention you know it's it's about quality not quantity (laughs) because at that point that was really all I could give her right um but we we made it our special time now that things are going along um She does bedtime with her dad because dad is working very long hours now. And so he can only see her for X amount of time. So that is, you know, their time. They they play, they clean, they do their brushing their teeth together and stuff. And then she comes to bed. But, you know, for, for that very first just like few weeks, first few weeks of transitioning, that was like my special time with her. So I would say giving you know, your child, or maybe you're transitioning from two to three or three to four, which you might be more of an expert of it than I am. But um, just giving first babies just even just a few minutes of your undivided attention, which is to both of you, like it did great wonders for us. I did have um, just kind of a bit of a rough patch. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers. I definitely did not remember. Uh, But now that I think about it, and I totally do remember um, that like transition of like three to four months when like babies start catnapping, right? And all they do is like 30 minute sleeps and you're just like, what happened to my baby who would sleep for like two hours at a time? Yeah, that's gone for like a couple of months. Um, I think they don't learn to sleep like you know go from one sleep cycle to the next up until they're like six months or more maybe I don't even know <laughs> I'm still waiting <laughs> I'm still waiting on that one but um it, it was a hard transition when he started catnapping and then I was like oh my goodness he only sleeps for 30 minutes um how am I gonna get everything done how am I gonna make sure that she gets attention like how does how does this work and it was rough it, it was rough those first like few weeks I want to say like two weeks or so, I was struggling. I was like, oh my goodness, like what in the world? Like I have a super cranky, fussy baby who's overly tired because he's only napping for 30 minutes, right? And then now I have to cook lunch and cook dinner and wash and clean and, and do all this stuff. And I was just like, what? what is going on? And I, I honestly felt like I was failing. There was one point where I started crying Friday night and I did not stop until Monday afternoon when I texted my therapist that I needed an emergency session. <laughs> I was crying from Friday night, then like all day Saturday, and then like all day Sunday, and then like Monday morning up until 1 p.m. when I had my session with my therapist. And she was like, what's going on? What's wrong? And I'm like, I can't stop crying. <laughs> and she was like, okay, okay, okay. You know, tell me what's going on. 
And I told her and I was like, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know what's going on. Like I've been able to manage everything well. I haven't been emotional or anything like that. And um, she was like, you're just a bit overwhelmed. This was also just kind of a few weeks fresh of my husband going back to work, right? And she's like, it's just a lot that's going on right now. But I promise you that it's going to be okay. And I'm going to tell you guys the one thing she suggested that I do. She said, take a nap. And I'm like, what? I'm like, how am I supposed to take a nap when I have, you know, this, this, and this, and this to do? And baby's only sleeping 30 minutes. Like, how does that even work? That makes no sense. And she said, take a nap. Just take a nap. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So the next day, woke up, got some stuff done. And when I put the baby down for a nap, I took a nap with him. And guess what? I felt like a brand new woman. Now, I know that there's this whole like stigma about like, you know, when people tell you like sleep when the baby sleeps and then you're like, when am I supposed to get everything else done? Um, I'm here to tell you that like you don't need to sleep every single time your baby sleeps. (laughs) But for one of those naps, I would highly suggest taking a nap with them. And for me, I would take a nap when my daughter was at school. So it's not like I just would leave her there. Right. So he would take a nap in the middle of her school day and I would go and lay down with him and take a nap. And like I told my therapist, I'm like, guess what? Everything still managed to get done. I still managed to do the laundry and I still managed to cook and I still managed to clean. I'm like, how does that happen? And she was like, it's magic, right? And I was like, what? (laughs) But she explained to me, she's like, when you're, you know, well rested, then you're just kind of able to get everything done in a less stressful manner as opposed to you like being tired and overstimulated and with this whole like to-do list to do and you're stressing yourself out. She's like, so it just feels like you're not getting anything done. She's like, but when you actually just take the time to rest, she's like, then you're going to do everything more calmly and in a fashionable manner, right? She's like, and then it just gets done. And I'm like, wow, like this is incredible. (laughs) And um, yeah, so now I don't take naps every time he takes a nap while she's in school. Sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. But what I do do is during that nap where I don't have my daughter and I don't need to tend to him because he is asleep, I will just sit on the couch and do nothing. Either I will like watch TV or I will read or, you know, do some Instagram stuff or like whatever, but I will do nothing. No cleaning, no nothing. Because the way I see it is if he needs to rest, then I need to rest too. And I can promise you and assure you that everything else will get done. And even if it doesn't get done, it's still going to be there tomorrow, right? Whether you fold all the laundry today, you're still going to have laundry to fold tomorrow, right? So just take the rest. Just take the rest. Sleep when the baby sleeps, but only like one time during the day. Don't do it the whole, don't do it the whole day. We just had some friends over, um, for the holiday and, um, they were asking like, how did she do like with the baby? Right? Like did me, her, meaning like my, my daughter, like, did she like get jealous or whatever? Right. And they were in the, we were in the kitchen talking and my daughter was in the living room. My daughter looks and turns and she was like, no, I didn't get jealous. (laughs) Um, so I, I'm, you know, I, I guess very just like blessed that we didn't go through that whole like jealousy transition. Like I said, we, we did for like a week or two, but I'm not sure if it was that or bad habits from school. 
um, because I know that that also tends to happen. I know that if my daughter hangs out with, you know, kids that, that this is going to sound really bad, but like kids that are not just as well behaved as she is, um, then, you know, she comes to pick up what they do and say and, and comes and does it to us. And we're just like, hey, that that's not how we talk or that's not what we do. And she's just like, oh, okay. She realizes like, oh, I can't get away with it here. <laughs> right. Um, so like that wasn't really like an issue. And like, you know, was I worried about it for a bit? Yes. But once we came home with that baby and I just saw like the look in her eyes, like she was obsessed with him since day one. Like she'll even tell me now. She's like, mommy, do you remember when you brought Lukey, you know, uh, from the hospital? He was so tiny, so little. She's like, he was so cute. She's like, I miss him being that little. And I'm like, yeah, well, uh, that this, this might be your, your only sibling kid. So <laughs> enjoy. He grows fast. Babies grow fast. Um, but like now, like, you can tell that like my son just like loves her like the his little like twinkle in his eyes when he sees her and he thinks she's the most hilarious thing in the world she can make him laugh like no other it's like it's the cutest thing ever and i'm enjoying and soaking up these moments because they're not fighting yet right <laughs> like I feel that inevitably they're going to get to an age where they're fighting like, oh, mom, Luke, you know, destroyed this and, and whatever. Luke's in my bedroom, Luke, you know, or, or oh, I'm just, I'm making it sound like my, my kid, my son is a bad kid. I don't even know how he's going to turn out. But, um, you know, at one point or another, they're going to disagree and, and fight a little bit, right? Um, so I'm just enjoying these moments right now because Luke can't talk and can't talk back. And uh, he just thinks that his sister is the most wonderful thing in the world. And honestly, my daughter has turned out to be such an amazing big sister. Um, you know, when we, her and I kind of wake up at the same, well, no, I wake up about 30, 40 minutes before she does. And then she'll wake up and I'll be in the shower and then the baby will wake up. And it's, it's my favorite thing in the world to see. So I, I shower the door open because I need to make sure that, you know, everyone's okay. But I'll be showering and I'll hear the baby like cry and I just have to look like peek through the shower curtain and I just see her booking it <laughs> like running down my hallway to the baby to go and entertain him or put the pacifier in his mouth or something right and it is my favorite view in the world like she is such an amazing helper um, and I, like I don't want to say like I make her babysit or anything because like I don't but she will just kind of do it on her own like if she sees that I'm cooking or something and the baby is starting to get fussy on you know his jumper or his swing or something right that she would go over and she'll like try and make him laugh or try and play with him bring a toy to him or something even just stick his pacifier back in his mouth um she has just turned out to be such an incredible big sister and such a good you know helper um and she just she just loves him so much like sometimes like smothers him <laughs> and I can see poor little baby he's just kind of like ah get off me but she loves him and it's just like it's the cutest thing ever and I feel that like once you see your two kids together all of those worries all of those anxieties just kind of they go away because you realize like ah they needed each other like they they, they needed each other and they're going to be for each other no matter what I am honestly so excited to see them grow up together. Like, I am. It, was I worried about how to raise siblings? 
Yes. Was I worried about the transition? Yes. But we've been doing good. I mean, I like I said, I had my mental breakdown and I've had my moments where I'm just like, holy crap, like how am I supposed to deal with two children, right? And I'm sure that there's still going to be many moments as I get older and as we go through different stages of, you know, of parenting because my daughter's getting older. She's just turned five and she is going through her kid phase and I still have a baby and he goes through, you know, a million different phases. Babies go through a million different phases, it feels like, in that first year. Um, And I'm sure once we go to toddlerhood and she's older, right, like, I'm sure that we're going to have our our ups and downs, but I'm honestly super excited to see them grow up together because like, it's just, it's amazing. It's, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. Just wait till you have that little baby, (laughs) like that second baby. Like it's amazing to see like the love and the care that they have for each other. I know that they're still very little and it's like, how can you tell your baby loves her? Like, I don't know, but I just, I can like, he just his little twinkle in his eye and he follows her everywhere and like since he was very young he's just always been like I am ready to play I'm ready to go right (laughs) um and it's just it's the cutest thing ever just seeing them growing up and I can't wait for them to get older and, and I you know the only thing I can really truly pray for is that they can rely on one another as as they get older like are there gonna be ups and downs are they gonna fight or you know, sure. Yeah, that's, I feel that that is inevitable. But I just pray that they know that at the end of the day, they can have each other and that they can rely on each other. That is truly my only hope and goal (laughs) that I can do as a mother uh, for them as siblings. I, you know, wasn't really raised with my siblings. Um, I lived with my grandparents all my life and my siblings all lived together with my mom. So I was, basically raised like an only child even though I had biological siblings um and I always just kind of envied like the bond that they all had like did they fight and you know not get along from time to time sure but I always envied like the bond that they all had and I want to say it was because like you know they lived together and and they were around each other and they went through the same things and and all that stuff and I didn't live with them and I went through different things but I always envied that bond and I was honestly afraid that I would not be able to give Logan a sibling because I was just so like traumatized from my first pregnancy and and, and how that did for me mentally and, and physically and emotionally and just um, the trauma that I went through just like through birth and my doctor just being a a-hole like it it was just like I didn't know if I wanted to go through that again but thankfully I was able to just embark on this healing journey and I was able to quote unquote (laughs) fix (laughs) myself I'm gonna say that with you know (laughs) with uh, apostrophes but not apostrophes quotation marks oh my goodness my brain um and so like I was just, I was so afraid, but I'm so glad that I was able to just heal myself um, to be in a way better place mentally to where, like, I said, okay, I think I can do this. And I did. And and I 100% did. And I was way better for it. Um, And I feel that even then, just like being in this more positive mental state has helped me kind of transition better from being like a mom of one to a mom of two. Like, I feel that I'm rocking it <laughs> um, and that's not to toot my own horn or brag or anything but I feel that like 
now that I have both of them, I'm just like, okay, like I, I was meant to be a mom of two, not three. My husband's trying to go for number three. And I'm like, boy, like, hold, like, <laughs> hold your horses, please. Um, I, I'm just figuring out how to do two. I don't know if I can do three by three. Like we're, we're all outnumbered, right? Like that's not going to work out for me. Um, but I'm so glad that I was just kind of able to, to do this. And I, you know, I thank God that I was able to heal enough to want to put myself through that again um and it turned out to be so much better and so much positive so much more positive and I'm happy that it is because for reals like my daughter needed a sibling and and my sibling my son he he needed to be here in our family and I feel that he is just like the closing chapter of like this whole entire journey it's magic Honestly, it's magic seeing your two kids together. It is magic. Like I said, I'm only a few months in. My son is uh, six months old now, <laughs> almost seven. And um, it is magic. It is truly, it, it's been nothing but magical seeing them together. And just knowing that like our family just feels complete this way. Um, and for any moms out there that are pregnant and are scared of transitioning from one to two, um, it's going to be okay. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but everything just kind of blends and you just kind of figure it out and it just works out. <laughs> I don't even know. It just kind of works out and just seeing your two kids together is, is truly just like a blessing. It is, it is amazing. And it makes me feel so good um, to know that I was able to give them each other. Don't be afraid. I promise you it'll all work out. I know it's like, we, it, it's just weird. It's like the unknown. It's not something you can control. So it gives everyone all sorts of anxiety, right? And then you're just like, how am I going to divide myself and divide my time um, to two of them? And they're in different stages in life. Like, but you just figure it out and it just kind of happens. And like I said, it just blends. And I feel that like being a mom to a second baby or even just a third, like you're just more seasoned. <laughs> um, you, you don't freak out as much. You kind of know what's going on or what's happening or what to expect, right? Um, so I feel that those worries also just go away. And yes, every baby is different. My son has been completely different than my daughter. And so I have had had to learn, you know, things differently and how he works and what he likes and stuff. Like my son can only sleep swaddled or like now he's in a sleep sack. He's not swaddled anymore, but that's the only way that he can sleep. Um, my daughter hated it and didn't want it whatsoever. Um, my son does not like the swing. My daughter did, right? So it's just like... It's just different things. And I know that that can be scary and that can be anxiety inducing, right? Because you're just like, what if I have a baby like this? And what if I have a baby like that? What if I have a baby like this? Um, there's no such thing as a difficult baby. I think all babies are difficult, right? But all babies are wonderful. And and whatever you know difficulties you might come, you'll figure it out and you'll find out you know, how to help your baby and everything is going to be okay. I promise you that. I hope this episode can put a little bit of ease to any mamas who are expecting baby number two or who want to go for baby number two and you're worried about like what's going to happen. Um, everything is going to happen. <laughs> um, and there are going to be times like I did where you're going to feel like you're failing and you're not doing anything right. But 
when I just look at my two kids, like they are so in love with each other and that just makes it all worth it. And that makes me feel and reminds me that I'm not failing. I am, I'm being a pretty good mom to them. So to you out there also, you're going to be a great mom and it's going to be amazing. I promise you, once you have that little baby home, all those worries and anxieties and everything, it's going to go away and it's going to be amazing seeing your two kids grow up together. All right, but I am going to go ahead and wrap this one up because I can hear my son just woke up from his nap. (laughs) So with that being said, I do hope that you have a good rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.